when we feel like we have to do something, it's like we're being forced to do it by someone or something else. But when we get to do things, we're making a choice. Framing things as a choice is not only freeing, but it's more accurate than saying, I have to. We do have choices constantly everywhere in our lives. Sometimes they're shitty choices and we don't feel like we have options and we don't like the options that are there, but we do have choices. So these are things we get to do. But in my opinion, if you really want to recover, you need to be honest, open-minded, and willing or it ain't going to happen. Hi, I'm Barb Nangle. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12-Step Recovery, where I help people heal their emotional, psychological, and spiritual wounds and make deep, lasting changes in their lives. I'm the founder and CEO of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting. I'm a boundaries coach who specializes in helping women who are focused on what others are thinking and doing and neglect themselves in the process. And I have coached hundreds of people on how to build healthy boundaries using my exclusive build framework. On this podcast, I share my experience, strength, and hope from recovery. I don't support or endorse any particular 12-step recovery fellowship, and I don't claim to speak for any particular 12-step fellowship. I also don't believe that 12-step recovery is the only way to recover. You might need additional help. I'm an avid beachcomber who collects sea glass, shells, wood, and stones. I am a formerly closeted fan of the Hallmark Channel, especially the Christmas movies. Hello, Christmas in July. I wear fingerless gloves from September to June because my hands are always cold, so I have about 15 pairs. And I get a huge kick out of counting how many days, weeks, and months there are until my birthday or Christmas at completely random times of the year. My hope is that you'll find my words concretely helpful in improving your life, whether you're in recovery or not. If you like what you've heard on this episode, please screenshot it and share it on your social media and tag me at Higher Power Coaching. This is episode 214, The Foundations of Recovery, Honesty, Open-Mindedness, and willingness. When I first got into recovery, I was told, here's how it works, H-O-W, honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness. These are three qualities that are required to recover. My sponsor said, if you're not honest with me, then I can't help you. You've got to be open-minded to the idea that there are things you don't know and willing to do things you've never done before. So that's what this episode is about, H-O-W. One thing I noticed as I was preparing for this episode is that I used the phrase, you have to, repeatedly. I'm going to leave that language here, but want to make a note of something that I very frequently remind myself and even more frequently remind my clients and sponsees, and that's that we don't have to do anything. We get to do things. That distinction is really important because when we feel like we have to do something, it's like we're being forced to do it by someone or something else. But when we get to do things, we're making a choice. Framing things as a choice is not only freeing, but it's more accurate than saying, I have to. We do have choices constantly everywhere in our lives. 
sometimes they're shitty choices and we don't feel like we have options and we don't like the options that are there, but we do have choices. So these are things we get to do. But in my opinion, if you really want to recover, you need to be honest, open-minded, and willing or it ain't going to happen. Now, before I get into talking about each one of these three things, I want to share that this episode was inspired by a client of mine who had been listening to one of my previous episodes where the topic of willingness came up, and it was about somebody who said that he had one minute of willingness. And with that one minute, he got himself to a men's meeting that he'd never been to before, where he got a sponsor, and it really launched his recovery. And he said, what if I had one hour of willingness and not just one minute. Imagine what I could accomplish. So my client suggested that I talk in more detail about that willingness and what it could mean. So thank you to that client for nudging me in this direction and for reminding me about that one minute of willingness story. All right, honesty. I believed that I was an honest person when I got into recovery and I was not. I lied about cigarette smoking for like 20 years. I lied about weed and other drugs. I lied about alcohol. I lied about relationships. But the vast majority of my lying had to do with agreeing to do things I didn't want to do, managing my image in some way so that people would approve of me, and saying no to things that I really wanted to do, whether it was because I was afraid people would judge me for that thing or because I was putting other people first and just negating my needs. I was dishonest for the vast majority of my life. The worst part of dishonesty is when we lie to ourselves. You have to get honest with yourself about your own behavior, your own part in things, and you have to be honest about your substance use, your relationships, and you have to get honest with others about what your truth is, what you're willing to do and not do. We're learning to practice these principles in all our affairs and recovery, as it says in step 12. And that is we want to live in alignment with the spiritual principles of recovery, such as honesty. So we don't lie about anything, all of our affairs. So we don't lie about things like our age, our weight, how long we've been doing something or whether we've done something or whether we've not done something. And you cannot lie to your higher power because higher power knows the truth is already out there, whether you're going to share it or not. So you might as well get in alignment with the truth. And I mean, I suppose you can lie to your higher power, but there's no point because the truth is. For me personally, honesty is the foundation of my recovery. I still have the impulse to lie sometimes. I just don't anymore. And that impulse has decreased massively over time. It will be next to impossible for you to recover if you're not honest. In fact, the big book says that those who cannot recover are naturally incapable of grasping and developing a manner of living which demands rigorous honesty. All right, open-mindedness. When it comes to open-mindedness, we have to be open to new ideas, like that there is something we don't know, something we haven't tried, that there are solutions out there. When we get into recovery and we hear other people's stories, 
we hear that they are like us or they used to be like us. And so we can see very clearly that their lives have improved drastically. We have to be open-minded to the idea that there is some kind of solution for our problem that we just don't know about. So if we hear something in recovery that sounds ridiculous or like it's too much work, we have to be open-minded to the idea that maybe there's something there. Maybe there's something new that I need to try, a new idea, or the idea that other people are not the problem, or that we're not supposed to have a problem-free life. And maybe that's part of our problem, is we've thought we were supposed to have a problem-free life. As they say, minds are like parachutes. They only work when open. If your life isn't working for you, then something has to change. And typically, it's what you think or believe. Sometimes we're not even aware of what we believe because we've believed it for so long that it feels like what is. It feels like the truth. So you have to be willing to examine the things you've believed to be true. I believed I was honest. I truly believed that if my romantic partners would just change their ways, then I would have had healthy relationships. Those were beliefs I knew that I had. What I didn't know I believed was that I was responsible for all the good things happening in my relationships. Though I consciously believed all the bad things were due to my partners, I didn't realize that I subconsciously believed I was responsible for all the good things. I also believed that there shouldn't be traffic on the highway, at least when I was driving. And that was why I got so fucking pissed off all the time when I was driving. What I thought was that I got pissed off at the traffic. But as I got into recovery and started being able to examine my beliefs much more deeply, I could see that it was my belief about traffic that was the problem. So clearly, I had to be open-minded to explore what was going on in my head so that I could change my mind. Because it's ridiculous to think there should not be traffic on the highway when I'm driving because highways were built for traffic. All right, willingness. It is my opinion that if you have willingness plus a higher power, then you can literally accomplish anything. Now, to be clear, there's a difference between wanting something and being willing to do something, willing to do the work to get it. Most of us have spent our lives wanting things like high self-esteem, less anxiety, a family that loves us unconditionally. Maybe we've wanted to be able to eat all the food we want without gaining weight or having health effects. Or we want to drink all the booze and do all the drugs without any of the repercussions. We want people to know what we want without asking. We want people to change into the kind of person we want them to be and to give us the kind of love we think we deserve. And in recovery, we learn we have to work on our willingness, not our wantingness. We don't necessarily have to want to do those things, but we've got to be willing to do the things that other people have done that we've learned about with our open minds. So we have to become willing to do things we haven't done before. We don't have to want to do them. We just have to be willing. And we have to be willing to put ourselves in our recovery first, to focus on ourselves and what we are doing or not doing, not what other people are doing or not doing. 
because we're the only ones that we can control. If we're not willing, then we can become willing to ask for willingness from our higher power. I was told that when I say the third step prayer and pray to turn my will and my life over to God, what that means is I'm turning my thoughts over to God. That's my will. And I want God's thoughts to be my thoughts, or I want God to guide my thinking. And when I'm turning my life over to God, that's my behavior. When I ask to be shown God's will for me and the power to carry that out, that means I want God to provide my thoughts and I want God to guide my behavior. And I need the power to do the thing I've become willing to do. It also means becoming willing to explore whether it's something that we believe that is not actually true or that other people have answers that I haven't tried. Or maybe there's something that I've refused to try or refused to believe that I can become willing to try or willing to believe. So this willingness ties very closely to the open-mindedness. For example, maybe as a lifelong atheist or agnostic, You could explore whether there might actually be a higher power that loves you, but you have refused to accept it in the past because of your religious upbringing or because you saw a bunch of hypocrites. That was actually the case for me. I was agnostic until I was 37 years old because I just didn't see anything around me that made sense. And all the religious people I knew were a bunch of fucking hypocrites. And here I am now, deeply spiritual to the point where I named my business after my higher power. So ask yourself if you're willing to do things that people around you in recovery have done, or that is the people in recovery who have what you want. We may also become willing to take actions that we're inspired to take when we have thoughts that come out of nowhere, especially if there are thoughts unlike anything we've ever thought before. We become willing to follow those things, especially if we never allowed ourselves to do that before. So these three qualities seem to me to be the foundation of recovery, honesty, open-mindedness, and willingness. If you don't have them, then are you willing to seek them? That is the question. If you're ready to finally have an enjoyable, relaxing summer doing things you really want to do, instead of always following other people's agendas, I have some openings for private clients right now. If you are really tired of saying yes to things you really don't want to do and being overly accommodating to others, this is for you. It's time to start accommodating yourself. Maybe you're dissatisfied with your relationships and overwhelmed with all kinds of difficult feelings because of your interactions with others. If you'd like to get your life in order before the summer hits, go to barbchat.net and sign up for a free 30-minute call with me about my private coaching so we can get started right away. That way, you'll be done by summer. This is for people who are finally ready to make deep, lasting changes in their relationship patterns, including their relationships with themselves, their partners, family, friends, and colleagues. Go to barbchat.net. If you like this podcast, and I'm guessing you did or you wouldn't still be listening, then you're going to love the other things I have to offer. If you'd love pre-released podcast scripts and episodes before anyone else gets them, or 
If you'd love access to content from my private vault that I developed exclusively for my private clients, which is like having a work session with me without me actually being there, go to patreon.com slash higherpowercoaching. There are three tiers ranging from as low as $4 up to $24 a month. You'll also love my weekly newsletter, Friday Fragments, which has content very similar to the podcast. You can check it out at fridayfragments.news. That's fridayfragments.news. Please like and subscribe to my podcast on your favorite podcast outlet. I'd also love it if you'd leave a review, which you can do either in the show notes or on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other people find my podcast so they can get the benefits you've gotten from listening. If someone came to mind when you listen to this particular episode, please share it with them. And my favorite place to hang out on social media is Instagram. I'm at Higher Power Coaching. Please DM me there. I'd love to hear what you got from this episode. I run group and private coaching programs on building healthy boundaries. Whether you need help with boundaries in your personal, professional, or romantic life, I can help. Head on over to barbchat.net where you can hop onto my calendar for a free 30-minute Better Boundaries consultation. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change. If that's you, I would love to work with you. My goal with all my work is to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep, lasting changes in my life. Remember, it's never too late to recover. No one is beyond hope and healing is possible. Thanks for listening.